Welcome to an all-new edition of Cocktails with Heather. I am Mike, that's Joe, that's Heather, and today we are going to be talking about long-distance relationships. I know that two of us have actually done that. Yep. I don't know about the third one. You've done that? I don't really think so. You don't really think so? If you well, can't, I, mean, uh, I think I was in a long-distance relationship, or should I say they were in a long-distance relationship, and I like wrote letters and had phone calls with people and still dated others. Does like, that make uh, sense? you can't drive more than 45 minutes to Bone, you know, then that's the, too far. Uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> was a little far. I know of other people that have had long-distance relationships, both successful and unsuccessful. I've, I've driven 500 miles to get some ass. So have I. Oh, technically 1,000 miles, because I had to drive all the way back fucking up, too. <laughs> It's a long, that better be good ass. Uh, I thought it was at the time because I was smitten. There you I go. was, I was. So long distance relationship. So we're thinking anything that's got to be like, I mean, okay. And let's, let's, let's carve out here. Just, just so we're clear. We, I'm assuming are not talking about like if someone is in the military and they're deployed. Correct. We're talking yeah. about like you met somebody online or you met somebody somewhere else and it turns out you guys live in different or you're together, one person has to move for work or school or family or whatever and Yeah, it's not like it. uh oh I'll see you in an hour. More like uh like I've gotta make plans to, you know, be gone for a couple of days kind of, you know, distance. Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Boom my girlfriend. <laughs> That's why I said it. Yeah. I was about to bone my girlfriend out at the lake. But suddenly she yelled, so I looked up and it was Bigfoot. So what happened next? Then I went back to bone her, but the mosquitoes were going crazy and she said there was no way. I was <laughs> to bone her. Bone my girlfriend. I was going to bone my girlfriend. <laughs> but then Sasquatch came. Sounds like Elon Musk. So long distance relationships, I guess, um, I mean, when I was in high school... I dated a guy that was in Sacramento, and I didn't have a driver's license. Is that really a long distance relationship? Though yeah, it's just kind of dumb. It made it made for a, <laughs> it made for a really bad phone to, bill. If you had to take a bus, then it's long distance. I'm so old that I had to take. Your mama is so a unicycle? old. Unicycle. I had to take <laughs> the telephone on the receiver. I had to crank the engine on the, the front. Long, the <laughs> long telephone cord and drag it into my room because there was one phone plugged into the wall in the living room. Yeah. On my Model A Ford. Yeah. By the cord, did you buy the cord from Radio Shack when they were still relevant? I could only I could only talk after I was done churning the butter for the week. Hitching <laughs> up the buggy, <laughs> churning lots of butter. That's uh, that's I had that. I don't think I really had anything that was kind of out of state uh, necessarily. Um, I had a guy who moved and got back in touch with him. I think it was directly after high school. And he was Mormon and on a mission. And <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Was he on the Rumspringer? He was not on the Rumspringer. He well, I guess kind of. He did. I don't think he adhered to a lot of the good Mormon boy uh, values values during his mission. But that's another story entirely. Like so. he wanted. He didn't want multiple wives. He just wanted multiple ass. Yeah, yeah. It's kind exactly. of a weird. Way I think to say he that. indulged in that. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to get tattoos during your Mormon mission, but I think that that, that happened with him. So that was different because I didn't actually get to see him in between. So we just wrote some letters and some phone calls and then it was, and then I pressed on cause I didn't want to wait a year cause that was forever. Yeah. So. Well, what if the tattoos were the magical discs? 
Were the what? The magic discs. Then that that's uh, that's and prominent. John Smith. It could have been. I don't know. Magic I don't even glasses. actually know. The only thing I do know is that he told me once, and I never have seen it, so it could be just a bold-faced ass lie, is that uh, the one time we did hook up in high school, I scratched his back, and I guess he has that kind of sensitive skin where it just, like, scars or something, and the so we fuck? had these, like, scratches on his back or something like that, and he said he got a tattoo with, like, a uh, tiger's claw or something like that with, like, with the scratches. <laughs> Mama, I memorialize it. Mama, it was yeah. the devil. The you devil know, you never attacked know. me in the middle of the night. This guy also used to save pieces of my hair at one time, so, you know, it's possible. It's okay. Gimli did it in Lord possible. of the Rings. He saved hair, and it was perfectly fine then. That's weird. Yeah, Gimli's weird. Silver strand of hair. So, and I was the devil because I wasn't obviously Mormon and his family wanted him to be a good Mormon boy. And and now he is. He's married to a good Mormon gal and they have a, a lot of little Mormon children. <laughs> that's, and that's just labeled she Mormon. Wear, Everything's Mormon. She doesn't wear tank tops unless she's got a t-shirt they, underneath they them. They have and Mormon I mean, dinner and watch Mormon programs. Yeah, they do. They totally do. I think they even got sealed at Temple. So, I mean, like they've got, they got their shit together, Mormon if you're a Mormon, they got their <laughs> shit together. The you, Valley Court. <laughs> you can't wear a tank top though, because you know you got the whole like, uh, what do they call undergarments? You got to wear your garments. You got to wear your garments. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it went for me. And then a lot for me is just more so that I, I, I require so much attention that long distance relationships don't work for me. Yeah. I don't. I don't even like it. Like when somebody is doing something else, and I don't hear from them when we're dating. Like that's not okay. So, yeah. somebody who's living a couple of states away or a few hours away just doesn't tend to work out. Not even well. like a Southwest flight. You know, like hey, hurry up. Let's, no, I mean it's going bone. I mean, it depends. I mean, then you have to like schedule vacation and shit like that. I just don't. I don't see. It. I'm sure it's sustainable for some people. You can I'm rent sure a motor home and meet them in the airport. Airport. I was line. about to bone my girlfriend out at the lake. Yeah, exactly. Born my girlfriend out of the lake. Born. I had a, uh, I had a guy. Uh, I have a guy that I know, and uh, he was talking about his. Told me once about his long distance relationship, and he was living in Hawaii at the time. And he's originally from California. He's living in Hawaii, and he had a girl that he met. I just envision him in my head, and I don't know if this is what it was, but I just envision him as the guy, what was it, Fifty First Dates? <laughs> yeah. I know you don't watch it because it's Adam Sandler, but it's... No, 50, well, that was when it was still funny. Yeah, Fifty First Dates, and he basically... Um, no, that's pretty much when I gave up. Met people... <laughs> Met people that were on vacation and like pretended he did other stuff. I, I just envisioned this being this guy. And I think he met somebody that was on vacation there. I'm not sure how and he they met were doing her. the same thing. Just I, pretending to be someone I who like they the weren't. Flamingo kid. I don't know. Well, here's the story I got from him. And again, this could, but I, I feel like this is pretty honest the way this, sh- this shit went down. And this chick, I seen pictures of her and she, at one time and she was pretty hot. And uh, was, was, I don't know what she looks like now. She looked like, she could have gained as much weight as me. Fuck, I don't know. And uh, was she Tongan? What? Tongan or Samoan? No, 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 no. She's from California. Oh, so they were doing this long distance relationship. Did you say California. Tongan? Tongan. Yeah. You never heard of Tongan? Tonga. The, there's Samoans are, are part of Tonga. They're they're, they're Tonganoian. The, what do you call it? Um, the enemies of Samoans. Yes, huh. or something like that. I know. So, I, I just know they I get could, fucking I, big. I couldn't remember um, for the life of me because I know Samoans. Yeah. And there's, they have... I know a few Owens, too. <laughs> I know some Owens. So he was uh, seeing this gal, and uh, they stayed, you know, long-distance relationship, back and forth, seeing each other, talking all the time, whatever. Her in California, him in Hawaii. 
And um, I guess one day he she calls him up and says that she's done with him and he's a piece of shit. And and I it, when he first started telling me about it, he I was like, oh man, that sounds terrible. And he's like, so that's why I moved back to California because I was like, I'm I'm gonna move back out here. I'm gonna try to make it right with her. And she won't see me and she won't talk to me. But he ended up moving back to California and there he stays. Um, but finally I got out and I was like, well, what'd you do to make like such an issue? Well, I guess one of her friends told her that, um, she found me on Tinder or like a dating website. I don't know if it was Tinder. It was that it was an online dating app website? Yeah. And I was like, Yahoo well, that's dating. weird. Was that one of your old <laughs> profiles that you didn't like delete? And he goes, well, no, not entirely. I go, God, God damn it. Were you on the fucking dating site? He goes, I got bored. And I was like, no, you don't get to, you don't get to go back and beg for that. If you got busted doing that, yeah. that's not okay. That's like, I understand you now. You got caught. You got busted. Like, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. How do I come back from this? I don't think you can, homie. I'm just, you're going to have to pray that you have the magic dick or something. I guess he didn't. Cause I don't think they ever got back together. So yeah, that's uh <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, she was done. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, I mean, if your state's away, you know, people get bored. Or, or how do you know? How do you know what they're doing? And yeah. I'm... Oh, I the can't. trust. Yeah, the trust shit, dude. Oh, my God. I uh, my, my, my future ex-wife, <laughs> when I was dating her, she lived in Pomona, which is, you know, if anyone knows, you drive all the way down to L.A., then you got to go another 40, 45 miles uh, to the east. Yeah, yeah. So it's... Uh, I um it when we were first when we first hooked up she would take a bus and stay for two three weeks at a time in Sacramento with me but um, then she joined one of those shitty colleges you know where you you like uh, either medical receptionist or um, insurance billing or some shit mm-hmm. and so John could, Hancock College if something for, like that yeah it was it really was for something like that reception yeah yeah, yeah. and um, and so she couldn't come up anymore so uh, I had to drive all the way down to bone my girlfriend and. <laughs> Probably just another drill. You know that last drill we had? I was about to finally bone my girlfriend, and then we heard that there was this drill, and she told me there was no way. <laughs> so, um, you know, driving down to uh, Pomona, um, I started doing it. First, I started doing it once a month, then I started doing it twice a month. Then there was a few times where I did it three times a month. And on on my weekends off, and I did it so much that I learned. I started phasing out when I was driving. I would go like two, three hour um, blocks without even remembering anything, and mm-hmm. and then I come I come to and I'm like, holy shit, you know. I, I mean, I drove perfectly fine. I didn't you know get in any accidents or anything like that. But it just, yeah, it, it, I I I hate the grapevine. I don't ever want to ever go anywhere near the grapevine ever again for the rest of my life. I hate the Tijan Pass or however the fuck you want to pronounce Tahan. it. And, and I hate all that Caution. shit. I absolutely hate the grapevine. Yeah. I cannot no, stand it's not it. Good. And I wish that Elon Musk would use his boring company and fucking drill a tunnel all the way through the bottom of it so that human beings don't have to suffer it anymore. <laughs> because I fucking hate the grapevine. So how long has it been since you've been that way? Um two thousand five, I believe, when we went so to you, Disneyland, you've, Disneyland. You've harbored this hate. For the fucking grapevine for 13 years. Actually, longer yes. than that, because I hated it in 2005, but I also hated it in 1999 when I was doing it. Yes. So, um, yeah, it, it sucked. It sucked the uh, proverbial ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, I'm not I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. That's I'll tell you what, though, man. That's how fucking pussy whipped I was, man, is that I, I had no problem driving that far down 
um, and and you know just to be with her after all you know not even noticing all the white trash bullshit and the fact she's hanging out with tweakers and all that shit. I, I just I was so blind. Oh my god! I oh man, there was one uh, time at band camp where yeah, I was about camp. halfway down. Um, I was I was taking um, I was uh, taking uh, a shit. I actually no, my truck or something was I it was I think it was after I lost my truck. And uh, after I totaled it. And uh, so I took a bus down. Um, that must have been a fun ride. Oh, God. Fucking nasty people. Um, but I remember we stopped at, like, Kalinga. Because Kalinga's, like, exactly halfway down, you know, there. And um, I remember calling her. And, See, there's that snap again. And yeah. And uh, I, I know. I noticed it, too. And she was uh, she was hanging out at some dude's house, you know, like, because they've been friends for a long time. And then just... And it was nighttime. It was late at night, and I'm like, "Why the fuck are you over at this dude's house?" And the nighttime is the right time. And because she, you know, I found out later she was tweaking with him, which means she was probably also uh, bowling, you know, and all that shit. But I remember that fucked me. There was a part of me that I almost, I almost took a bus back from Kalinga, and I should have. But whatever. I think she was probably. You know that him. last drill we had? I was about to finally bone my girlfriend, and then we heard that there was this drill. And she told me there was no way. That's exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I don't miss any of that shit. I don't. I, I mean, I had some good times down there, but overall, I don't ever want to revisit it. <laughs> I don't ever, you know, like if you ever, like, I don't know, on your deathbed and you just relive your entire life, I don't need to relive any of that shit. I really like, don't. I'm good. Yeah. Proposing on Huntington Beach at one o'clock in the morning, which was beautiful. I, I don't want to do that again. I, I don't want to experience uh, getting a BJ while I'm driving my Daewoo rental car. <laughs> Daewoo. While, while her friend is blowing her boyfriend in the backseat as well while we're, you know, I'm driving. <laughs> and, um, and and yeah, we talked I, about the Daewoo before. Yeah, I, I, this we, is uh, ringing a bell. Yeah, we were boning at a train station at three in the morning, and in a Daewoo, and um, it was a uh, Claremont. There's two of them. There's Montclair. And Good evening, Claremont. I'm Tom Tucker, and I'm Diane Simmons. Authorities are on the lookout for one-year-old Stuby Griffin, a Quahog infant who is believed to be possessed by Satan. A substantial reward is being offered for any information leading to his capture. I'm, I'm absolutely. Is there a fucking plane going over here? Apparently, there's a fucking air conditioner right next to their TV. God damn, that was painful. Sorry, that was almost to, as bad as my marriage. I may have to fix that. <laughs> I have to do some <laughs> editing now. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that shit, man. But I uh, all that long distance shit. We I, were I, talking about the Daiwu. Um, oh yeah, we were. Uh, we were in, we uh, we were in you know there's there's a Claremont and a okay. Montclair. I believe Claremont is the 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 more rich richer area of Pomona near Pomona, where they have the mall. Um, and the rich area near the mall. Yeah. So um, and uh, yeah, there was a train station. We we're picking up her tweaker uh, aunt and cousin um, from there. And so, so it was we were, just a whole crew of tweakers. Yeah, yeah. And we were just sitting. Uh, you know, at the time I didn't know. Like I said, I'm a fucking. I was an idiot. And. Um, and we we were bored, nothing to do, so we just made, I pushed all the the two front seats forward. We got in the back seat and we started boning, and we steamed up the fucking windows like crazy. That was that was fun. News, a local man. God damn it! <laughs> it was, You've it got was, bad links. Mike's yeah. trying to like add like <laughs> like like this one's okay because in other pseudo scientific news, a local man claims to have spotted Bigfoot. We've got the exclusive interview. I was about to bone my girlfriend out. There we go. <laughs> See, there it is. I was about to bone my girlfriend out at the lake. Yeah, you're just going to have to cut it so I'm bone my girlfriend, isn't there? 
But you know, my um, my husband actually ended up with a kid from a long distance relationship. So there's that. Technically, I did as well. Oh well, there you go. See, Joe got one too. Yeah. Yay! I think she. I believe my daughter was probably conceived when we were in boning in the back of my Mazda pickup at the drive-in. We were watching Ooh. Never Been. I Kissed. was about mm. to bone my girlfriend. <laughs> we were watching Never Been Kissed and uh, Go. Ah, that sounds amazing. At the drive-in, yeah. Never been fucked. <laughs> yeah, never been kissed with Drew Barrymore. Um, oh and, uh, yeah, that's the only time I've ever seen that movie too, was at the drive-in and, uh, I've never gone back. It's been almost 20 fucking years. So I guess I, that movie didn't make, they make that much of an impression. Well, I think technically Apparently he knocked her up. Did. He knocked her up after we moved back out to California, but they, I think saw each other for a few months. He was in Indiana and she was out here in California mm-hmm. and she did not want a long distance relationship. So it was either like move out or GTFO. Yeah. So, so that's why he moved back. Well, that and he had a kid out here, too. Right. He already had a kid out here. So the plan was to move back out here anyways. This made it convenient. Yeah. He could stay there. He could live there. So he had a place to live, too. Yeah. I mean, Indiana's pretty I, expensive I think, to live in. I think that if... Yeah, it's totally uh, very I, expensive I, to live in. Long-distance relationships, like, I wouldn't recommend them for people um, unless they have a means to, if they needed to, they could get to that person within a few hours if they if it was something important that was coming up and they could get on a plane and get to them, you know, you know, quickly if they needed to. Otherwise, I, I don't. I just think it's a know. different person. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I have a friend that doesn't get jealous about anything, yeah. and I have a friend that you know probably doesn't mind that. I don't mind spending time alone. I don't mm-hmm. have an issue with that. Yeah. Um, well, distance, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. I, with I think that. it's it makes I, it grow I, bitter sometimes. I think to, hey, look, I think that people should spend a little bit of time apart away from each other, so they're not constantly in each other's faces. Yeah, I just, I, I need more Depends of. Depends on the person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I like my alone time. I'm like pretty independent with all that, but I just need to be able to have a handle on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be telling me anything. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what's happening. I don't get to see you. No. You can't go out on a just date. just want to be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. It's, right. it's, that makes it's in my personal opinion, it just doesn't work for me. But I know that there are other people that have no issue with it. Yeah. Hey, look, the, if I was a, you know, a pilot, if I was a quagmire, you know, I, and, you know, the, hey, different port, you know. <laughs> and then, Maybe the people that uh, enjoy, uh, you know, tweaking out with their tweaker drug dealers like they're okay with a long distance relationship because they already have something because well, they always have there. someone else to bone yeah exactly what about <laughs> you Michael? i was about to bone my girlfriend out at the lake <laughs> i've had two long distance relationships one of them ended in a marriage <laughs> okay um the first one the first one it, it was okay it just it got to the point where i didn't want to be in that relationship any longer and it was, was it the long distance that was the problem, or no? Because she moved here. Okay. I just I was I was out. I was done. Um, she dropped everything for you, and you yeah, just well, you shit on her uh, dreams. Bad in her. Well, she's married now. Yeah, um, you forced her into a, a, a loveless marriage with yeah, somebody else. I, I forced her into it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Forrester. You we just made this an episode of Dallas. Cold-hearted yes. bastard. And then the other one, we were married and got divorced. Yeah. yeah. But, so. well, you weren't, like, married in long distance, though. Yeah. I mean, at, at one point we were. Were you? Because I had... Um, prison? Dad... Prison. Dad got sick. Oh, yeah. And okay. then I came home because I knew that there was something wrong, and there was, and that was that was a shitty year. Um, but... Part of it was I just I couldn't handle living in LA anymore. 
Yeah. LA is toxic. Uh, it's depressing. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I needed to get the fuck out of there. Kind of fake. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I was trying to be a little glossy. I've, I've got some good friends there, but other than that, there's nothing in LA save for, you know, my wife and, and her family and my friends that were there. And even then, I just had to, I had to get out. I, I absolutely had to get out. And I think that caused a major problem in our marriage. Um, so Randy Newman is full of shit. No, he loves L.A. L.A. is a great place if you have money. Yeah. Other than that, not so great. Shit show. Yeah. So how long did you last in a long-distance relationship before you guys lived together and were in the same location? A year and a half. That's that's pretty. That's pretty. But I was also decent. I was going to school and stuff like that. So, and she would come up or I would go down there. So we tried to kind of work out our, Damn. our, uh, our seeing time, I guess, because basically Hollywood shuts down around December twentieth for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she would take she would take a week off and she would come up here to go skiing or whatever else, and I would just hook up with her hair. Or I would go down there to go see her once, a, you know, I think it was like once or twice a month. Once a month at least. So that, that, it, was a, it was a horrendous drive. Yeah, it's a horrible drive. So I, um, uh, My uh, biological family, uh, they do not f- travel, A, but um, they don't fly. Right. They have a fear of flying. So the first time I ever flew was, I think I was 20, 24. I think I was 24 years old, the first time I flew in a commercial airplane. Right. And I flew to Southern California to go to um, a class program, a certification program. And after I landed, I said, why the fuck does anybody drive down here (laughs) when they could get on a fucking plane and be here in like an hour? Because it's too expensive. But goddamn. Yeah. Other than that, it's easy. Except for flying into San Diego. Flying into San Diego... I'm still fine with that. ...is the fucking worst because you have to fly in between buildings. Mm -hmm. And if there's a crosswind, which happened with me and Dad, if there's a crosswind, they're going to to attempt to land. (laughs) Now, I'm really surprised that we haven't, you know... Sounds like a Top Gun moment. I'm, I'm, I'm severely surprised that we haven't had planes crash into buildings. In San Diego, now if it's too if it's too fogged in or whatever, they 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 go right on to, well, Vegas I think depending on the plane, and you know Vegas at nine o'clock in the morning is still hotter than hell <laughs> than any other part of the planet. Yeah, it's it's awful. The devil actually waves at you as you come in. Yes, he does. Right, right before you hit the turbulence. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's just harder. Yeah, I get to fly into San Diego again in uh, April, but um, I think I don't actually notice that as much during the landing part. Maybe I just haven't had window seats enough into San Diego. But uh, what gets me is the uh, takeoff from Orange County because you got to go straight up in the air. Yep, and then they kick off the engines, and it feels like you're going to fall out of the sky. (laughs) Yeah the the worst the worst plane ride I had ever been on was a flight from Santa Rosa to San Francisco to catch another flight. So you have to take a, a turboprop. What was that? Ten oh, minutes? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Fuck. Okay. Like, and we're up, and we're down. Yeah. So, but <laughs> you get no peanut. It was <laughs> actually just a hot air balloon. The way you know where Santa Rosa is when you get on the plane, depending on the time of year, even then, you know. It, well, this was during. This is like uh, May or June. 
there was such severe turbulence, I thought we were going to fucking crash. The plane was just bouncing up and mm-hmm. down. We lost. I, I was watching the dials, and I watched the plane. I f- you feel the plane drop. Yeah. We dropped 5,000 feet in one shot, <laughs> and we I weren't that high up. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I um, I, I have used the air sick and bag. then and then I'm, I'm so I'm watching and, and the pilot turns and looks at me and I went, <laughs> like I gave him the thumbs, thumbs up, up and he fucking closes the door on me. <laughs> Here we go. You should have broed him. <laughs> I was this is way before broing. I know. Um, yeah, the first time I experienced uh, some major turbulence, I didn't know. I I freaked out for a second and then what I did was I I looked around at everybody. And I noticed that no one else was freaking out. So I was like, oh, this must be fucking normal. Because there was no oxygen mask down or anything. So I'm like, this, yeah, I guess this shit just happens. Because yeah, I've, yeah. I've only been on a couple flights in my life. Yeah. I, I My biggest problem with, with flying is the takeoff, the initial takeoff. Oh, man. Because of the angle? The fucking... No. No. It's <laughs> the turn. Because planes... Planes literally aren't supposed to be flying. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that... They, um, it's against God? Y- no, it's it's <laughs> it's physics. Yeah, like there's a lot of problems with the whole physics thing. I mean, they've got it down to a science, but like when they turn, if you turn a plane too too sharp, yeah, it'll fall out of the sky. <laughs> it'll literally fall out of the fucking sky. <laughs> if you've ever done a, 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 a virtual plane simulator, yeah, like I used to play Secret Weapons of the Luftwaffe and whatnot. So when and they have real physics going on with that stuff, or as, at least as close to real physics as possible. Yeah. So if you're flying a a, a, a fighter plane or whatever else, and you stall out, you you can kind of if you adjust your plane, you can kind of glide and try to get it started again. Yeah. But like if you get up to a certain angle, there is no wind resistance for the for the wings, even though you have that back tail wing. Yeah. And the plane will just literally drop, <laughs> and. It, in the flight simulators, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because you're just flying along, and all of a sudden, you just see nothing. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you're like, oh, you died. <laughs> and if you watch if you watch the, the real flight simulator stuff, yeah. where they have the jets and whatever else, um, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and you see them do that, and the fucking plane goes in, it's, it's awful. It's fucking horrendous. And that's my biggest fear is... Well, it's one of my biggest fears. I, I can't say it's my it's biggest fear. taking off and, and they it's turn the plane It's my biggest fear when I'm a fucking plane and mm. they get up so high that they turn the plane at mm. a severe angle and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, what are we fucking doing? Yeah, your life is in their hands, man. There, There's not a goddamn and, thing you can do. And that's 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 a control freak problem. That's the power that you feel extremely powerless. I, it's like, you know what? Just, just to fucking placate people, everyone should have their own fucking, uh, their own parachute. In the built into the seat or something. You're never gonna get out of that plane. I know, but it's just a placate. That doesn't placate anybody. You can't get out of the plane. <laughs> well, Kayla, if that p- fucking seven forty seven comes barreling down at a mountain, your pop, chances of jumping out top. of that you're <laughs> never jumping out of that plane. Because you're gonna hit something. Yeah. And that you by hitting something I mean like a wing. Yeah. Or the fuselage. Anything. Yeah. Or you get fuselage. S- you get sucked into the engine. <laughs> um No, because I believe that the doors are above the engine. Mm. So you step out onto the wing, and then you get tossed back, and you're going to get fucking, you know, cut in half or yeah, or hit a bird, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much you're you're fucked. Yeah, what they should do is have an emergency escape route mm-hmm. out the back, so you could just you know they can pop it open and mm-hmm. you jump out the back. Yeah, and. 
then that's a whole different story. Yeah. But they don't have that. Just turn your turn your chair into a slide, and you just slide right out of the bottom of the plane. Yeah, <laughs> like you're flushed. Yeah, like the uh, um, like the Austin Powers movie. Yeah, where he presses the button and fucking number two goes shooting down, <laughs> and you see flames come out. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> um, my brother was severely afraid of planes. Was he? Yeah, um, and this started when he was young because <laughs> um, my family friend he would fly and so i got to fly his plane when you want terrifying hand the reins of a plane to a (laughs) nine-year-old who doesn't understand their own strength yeah don't jerk the fucking uh, controls please yeah so he's (laughs) like okay be careful now take a right so i did that and the fucking plane does that and he's like "Uh, he's back (laughs) on that there cowboy so, and my brother was just screaming bloody murder <laughs> until we flew over Disneyland. So you B.A. baracus him? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it wasn't my, no, he was already afraid. He didn't want to be on the plane <laughs> at all. Th- that, my dad B.A. baracus him. Yeah. That wasn't me. You pancake my van. Yeah. I'm going to kill you, fool. You were parked in a handicapped spot. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, he fucking, he did not like flying. Mm-hmm. And then in order to get out to California, we had to put him on a plane. You know, so him and my mom flew on a plane. You had to put like a, um, a muscle relaxer in his banana? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> He's just lying there like, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, yeah. Well, this I, don't, is, I don't know why I ever had a problem with flying. This, this is, is some This is some fucking great shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. I want to fly all the time. Yeah. I'm flying more what, ways than one. What's the fucking movie? Who <laughs> wants the movie? It's a great movie. There was no in-flight movie. <laughs> We uh, uh, airplane. It was I, probably I, airplane. I wish I was born in my girlfriend right about now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do I don't know how you guys do that. So, like, I mean, what? do we have somebody that, like, I was about to bone my girlfriend <laughs> out at the lake, but out suddenly lake? she yelled, so I looked up and it was Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> he just paused on the news guy just with his mouth <laughs> agape. <laughs> agape. What were you gonna say? So what? What brought on the long distance relationship thing? Were you? Did you? Do we know somebody that's in a long distance relationship? Or no, I just, just wanted. To, I wanted to bring it up because. Um, I don't think they're plausible. I. <laughs> Unless you have money. Not plausible. You no. got a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> and spam. I don't want to say that long distance relationships Fake are aliens, news. but aliens. That's Fake news and spam. Yes. <laughs> That's all those things. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I think they're plausible, but you have to commit. If you don't commit, yeah. Yeah. then... Oh, yeah. When I've heard about the dude that was with a chick that lived all the way in England, and he lives in the States, like, what the fuck are you doing? Right? Yeah, how does that work? Uh, they, they, they like, fly out to meet each other, like, meet twice each other a halfway? year. Like, yeah. So funny. <laughs> they um yeah that that twice a year I don't think that's I mean oh so again like if you're with somebody and you are committed and they're like deployed into the military yeah. or um they have to go for work for some reason to England for six months or something like that yeah. to me that's completely different yeah yeah, yeah that's you, not a, that's the, not a long distance relationship that's yeah, a relationship that, that, that's you temporary just, that's a temporary thing yeah. you unfortunately have to well be long distance at relationship is a temporary thing in supposedly general. yeah <laughs> I hope. mean well. <laughs> You're all gonna die. So life is I mean, temporary. Life mm-hmm. is temporary. Yeah. But um, yeah, as long as you're committed and you have a plan, 
and you know what you want to do, either or, you know, she move here or you move there or whatever. Mm-hmm. What the goal is, the end goal. Yeah, what, what, is, what is the ultimate end goal for this? Are you guys going to continue with your relationship or is, it just, is this just a, you know, two ships passing in the night type of thing? And I would mm-hmm. also think for somebody that has a long-distance relationship, I think a key component to, be, to it is going to be surprise visits. I think that's oh a, yeah, that, a healthy see, that, and important. That's way me. That, to that's the romantic that. part of me. That's that's a no no. Nope. You can't them on their toes. You can't have surprise visits because you don't know. And I'm not talking about the cheating thing. You don't know if they're going to be home at that point in time, mm-hmm. or you, you know, what if you don't know where they work? You, so you should, but if you're in a kind of like a long distance relationship, don't you know where that person works? You not know, necessarily. Like, they would still like, like, you, check in and be like, hey, know, headed home from work. You or, may know the name of the business, but you don't know where. Like, you know, I work for whatever. I guess I just look at it as like not long-distance relationship or dating and you're far away. Like, long-distance relationship, like we're together. Yeah. And we're just in different cities. Even then, like, you should know where that fucking person works. And, like, they should be texting you like, all done with work. I'm going to go out with the girls now. And then, like, oh, good night. I'll yeah. see you later. And I'm going to bed. That's like, what I had dope. type of thing. Yeah, I, I ended up cheating during my long-distance relationship. I forgot about that. You did? Mm-hmm. Jerk. God, you're an asshole. How I dare you, sir? Dare but that's you. that's also the risk that happens. But I'm not talking about cheating. What I'm talking about is if you do a surprise visit, like, you could say, hey, I'm coming down. You you know, but never give a time or, or a specific date. Like, I'm thinking about coming down, then, you know, you show up. No, you know, if you know that they're going to be home at this point in time, because... The worst part is showing up and then having to wait, and that just blows a surprise. Like, no, you show I, up at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and they, they work until 10 o'clock at night. Like, well, yeah. Well, that's fucking But, stupid. I mean, if you work till 10 o'clock at night, and they don't get home till 1, and they haven't contacted you, then when they show up at the door and you're there. Yeah. Well, they could have gone out with the guys or whatever. I don't know. So, you're I mean, dating dudes? Not necessarily. No. Oh. I mean, oh. They could have been oh. out with friends. See, I'm more in the keeping them on their toes type thing. Never know when I'm going to pop up. See, I couldn't do a long relationship now, a long distance one, because I got all of the talking on the phone for three, four hours thing done when I was in my early 20s, and I don't like talking on the phone long anymore. I've I never liked hate talking it. on the phone. I fucking hate it now. I so, I hate talking on the phone. That, that's why you hate talking on the phone? Maybe I should record some of our goddamn conversations. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there. Right, look. Well, there's it's different kind of when you know somebody. There, yeah, I mean, look, there's, like there's just parts no, of No, it's that, just me um, going, uh-huh. And yeah. then Joe's like, oh, and this and this and this. I just like, had... Right, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'll cool. talk to okay. you later. And yeah. then he goes on to another thing. I know. And then I, like, and I keep switching ears. And I'm like, God, why was I on the fucking phone for so long? <laughs> you know? But yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I hate talking on the phone for long periods of time. I just, you know, let, let's get the information out. Maybe talk for 10 fucking minutes and then be done. And but 45 minutes later. Yeah. My friend Aubrey and I always say we need three days notice to prepare ourselves for a phone conversation. Right. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm going to need like three business days. I need three business days notice just, so that I can prepare myself mentally. Just give it in writing with just, a notary so like, we know. Can't I? Can't, like, and, and it's so funny because I, just, I know some people just do so much better on the phone. But like my husband will call me three times in a row about something. Like about something silly. Like we'll be having a conversation and then we'll hang up. And then like five minutes later he calls me just to tell me something yell. tiny. And then like, okay, cool. And then I hang up. And then he calls me again. And then like I, I know I sound less patient because I'm trying to go back into what I was doing like at work or whatever else. And I'm just like, what? Like by the last one. And then every time then I hang up and I'm like, that could have been a text. Like, this could have yes. easily been uh-huh. a text. I was just yeah. going to say, that, why didn't you just fucking text me? One sentence you needed to tell me as a follow-up could have been a text. And, like, I've told him that before, and he'll be like, oh, well, I was driving. <laughs> so, like, 
voice to text. Hold up the phone. It talk always, into dude, it. I hate my voice text on my my phone. It always gets words wrong, and it, and then I spent I almost fucking wrecked trying to fix the word. So I I, I just I hate it. I, I absolutely. So you hate should it. just wait and text later. Well, I end up having to pull over, wait till I'm at a stop sign or something. But still, text. Use the text. Yeah. You can you can Facebook message me. You can message me on Instagram. I sometimes check those. Snapchat. I don't get any notifications. I don't go on there. Don't don't message me there. Um, just text. If I remember to, <laughs> I, have, um, I, I have several emails. There's the voice texting thing where um, it, it you actually just it just it. records your your voice message instead of like typing you know the words like did you say this and no I that's didn't. and that's fine too. Just some people have to know that like no that's just like, that's voicemail. Yeah. yeah, just fucking Shorter. text. Just depends on how long they they take to. Well, talk. I'm just saying if, if I'm in the middle of driving, I can just hit that quick thing and then boom, I'm done. Sent. I don't have to worry about but typing. Even then, I, I don't. I don't even look at my phone when I'm driving. Even it's then, it's like... In a pocket? Or I can't listen mm-hmm. to the message if I'm in a meeting or sometimes if I'm in my office or other times. Like I have to wait until I can actually listen to it, which is part of the problem well, when I, I can't I, talk yeah, on the phone. I got the dash mount, so I got it right here you know, and on, on the side of my view in front of my radio. So, um, But still, the texting, I don't like doing it when I'm driving. You know, If it's just one word, fine, because I can do that quickly and... I can do. I can look away, do one letter, look away, do one letter, you know. But I just, I can't. But other way, but yeah, but then still, because the buttons are so fucking small, I end up hitting the wrong goddamn letter anyway, and then I get pissed off, and then I'm going to end up killing someone on yeah. the road. So, so why there, don't you just so put there your you phone go. away? This is why. This is why now, in my old age, I could never be in a long distance relationship because I do not want to talk on the phone. I I could do it. Because of the technology, because you could FaceTime. Now you can do whatever. all that. Oh, by the way, and FaceTime also is balls. Like, I, I'm sure I could do it, like, a person if I needed to, like, right. in necessarily. But people, like, just want to FaceTime because they just want to see you. Yeah. I'm trying to get my the handle on this whole Marco Polo thing, Marco Polo app. I don't know if you... No, I've never uh, Why are you it. laughing at me? Because it sounds like the old person. Have you heard of this? And it's probably been around for, like, 10 years. No, it, the, the conversation that we had a couple of days ago about Marco Polo. Um, just like, but uh, it, I have a friend, and it, she likes to do it, and I'm okay sending regular Marco Polos to her. But like, she'll message me, and I'll like, I'll write her, I'll write her, I, like her. video myself back to her, and I don't care that I look like shit or I'm laying in bed or whatever. Like, that's fine. But like, if you're like in a relationship or something like that, and you're long distance and you're doing Marco Polo, like, you probably want to make sure you look good. Uh, and what that's the fuck like, is Marco Polo? It's a well, walkie-talkie messaging system. In a system. pool, you close your eyes, and then you yell out Marco, right? And then everybody else yells Polo, and you try to tag people, right? I don't think you're using it in that context. No, I'm not. Here, I'll show you. Smart ass. This is what it it's is. It's also what they do in um, Marco with Helen Keller, yeah. Okay, so this is what it is. Like, you open it up, and it's immediately like a, like a, um, like almost like a FaceTime type yeah. thing. And then, so these are the messages that you've had with that person. So they basically talk into it, record themselves doing something or saying something to you, mm-hmm. send it, and then you can reply back. And the funny thing is, is that my friend on this that does the Marco Polos to me, she always looks so amazing in these Marco Polos. And I look like an old haggard witch. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just the hmm? videos or the angles, be more pathetic than that game of Marco Polo I played with Helen Keller. Marco. 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 Do you get it because she can't hear Marco. Her she's deaf. Marco. 
Marco. Marco. Marco. Eight. Hmm? Did you just explain to me the Marco Polar Helen Keller joke? Yeah, I did. I thought I was the only one that does shit like that. No, because you weren't laughing, so I was <laughs> trying to be funnier by explaining it to you. I, I've seen this episode multiple times. Oh, Marco Polo, fish out of water. Oh. Well, technically, he's not out of water. He has to be all the way out of water. That's okay. Anyway, well, glad that I'm glad that you uh, you checked in on the uh, Marco Polo uh, <laughs> rules on Family Guy. Thank you, sir. I, I just you know. Thank you, sir. Oh. You got an ad, didn't you? So yeah, the Marco Polo app is another thing that you could use, and I know a lot of people in relationships use that to go back and forth. And I've heard people say when I've talked to them about it, they're like, "Oh, I like it because I can actually see the person, I can hear their voice, mm-hmm. I can do this." And all I can think of is like, I cannot think of a really convenient time to do that with somebody that I love. And also, like, it kind of shows you can you know be suspi- you know some of your suspicions can be knocked out because you can see where they're at. Yeah, that would be the FaceTime. FaceTime me right now. <laughs> no. I dated a guy that was like that. Well, I didn't really date him. Like he was talking at me, and he kept trying to call me on Facetime at random times. And I'm like laying in bed, drunk. I don't want to Facetime with anybody in the dark. I was like, it's die sex and back. I'd be like, it's dark. I'd be like, turn on the light and be like, no, no, no. no it seems like a terrible. You know, idea. when uh, in the time of Total Recall, when. He was talking to people on the phone, and you could see them when you're talking to them. I'm like, oh, this is amazing technology. When they finally start doing this, it's going to be awesome. And now you're and, like, and fuck now it's here. I'm that. Like, yeah, now I'm like, uh, no, fuck you. I don't want to Skype. I don't want to, mm. you know. I don't want to do any of those nah, things. No, it's like, fuck off. Yeah. You know what? You know what I do want to do? You know what I think is a great choice instead? Text. <laughs> text <laughs> is an amazing choice. Text is Always awesome. text me. Yeah, text, texting is, is very convenient. I even do that with people I work at, with work with. And I go, like, look, if you like to make phone calls, that's fine. But uh, just know that I'm probably not going to answer it. And your quickest way is to text me. So so what it comes down to is you couldn't do long-distance relationships any longer. Not again. No. no. I, I mean, no. I know it's easy for me to say now, but I've been through it. And it's fucking hell. It, especially when you, you know, love someone and the emotional torment that there is of not being with them, especially if something's happening and you can't immediately get down to them to make sure everything's okay in person, it fucks with you. It fucks with you big time. And that's emotional anguish that I don't ever want to deal with ever again. I I don't. So I I don't recommend it unless, like you guys said, there's a game plan. Um, I mean, there was pretty much a game plan with us, but still, I I just fucking know. I I know. I don't ever want to do that shit. I was uh, we were we were dating for about a year and a half, doing the long distance thing before we finally um, got married and moved in together. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a no for me, dog. Yeah, fuck that, man. I am way too selfish and jealous too. Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to. Do, I didn't even remember that that the the, the fucking uh, the tank ass and Tracy. I didn't want to. I didn't want to even drive to Tracy for some ass. I, I no, I'm good. I. You want to have that? That, that wasn't a long distance relationship. That was just going to Tracy to get some ass. Yeah, but me, like you I were literally not even you. You talked and then w- talked on the phone or whatever you guys did. Yeah, but you know, 
You can't equate you that to... You really don't ever have to talk to her again, even. Yeah. You could ghost ghost her. <laughs> you could That's be the ghosting. That's not even a long-distant fucking relationship. Do the ghostness. I mean, well, it, well, how long does it take to get to Tracy from Sacramento? An well, hour and a half? Do it on like an hour, hour and a half. I don't think it takes that long, but yeah. Well, it depends. Is it farther than Stockton? I can never remember. Uh, well, if she was more like a spank ass than a tank ass, then yeah, then it would have been worth it. But otherwise, no. I'm good. I'm good. She what? just wasn't that hot. If it was hotter no, than that, yeah, he no, would have gone yeah. further. She looked like, like I said, she looked like fucking Mimi, you know, without as much makeup. So what you're saying is, is he would have fucked Mimi if Mimi was 30 miles away. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really what we're getting down to here. <laughs> just, Just FYI. That's that's where we're headed. Uh, look, I'm not as picky as Mike is, but I I do have certain you know lines. Well, I did yell at you to up your standards. Fucking a, you did. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, no, no. Yeah, there's a. As long as you're still well, shopping there, at your own store. There was, <laughs> there was, uh, it, the context of of me saying that <laughs> was he was. He was still doing the online dating thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, she's hot. And I looked at him and I went, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Desperate times, man. I'm like, Desperate times. I'm like, it's okay to have standards, Joe. Look, have when, standards. You're, when you're someone that never gets laid, your outlook on things is different. So like, you see more attractiveness I, in, 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 in people. In fact, you don't even really have to look Dude, at the I face. I literally you haven't have been laid in five years. They just My have to spread their legs. Different. If they spread their legs, I think it's a good. See, you're you're the exception. I think most dudes would probably just take about anything at that point. Yeah, I, I, I need I need to have I an actual f- emotional connection yeah. with somebody. Twenty dollars? Yeah, that, yes, I will pay that's you twenty dollars behind this why, bar. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's yes, why. I will. That's, that's why I only did the escort thing once is because I I don't I couldn't I didn't get to enjoy it as much as I wanted to because I wasn't emotionally invested. Yeah, I need to be emotionally invested in in a yeah. person to to move further into the whatever. Yeah, I enjoy face fucking. I um, I mean, I'm sorry. Staring face to face while fucking. I'm, my bad. Yeah, face fucking is a little <laughs> bit different. Just, just so you know. I know, I know. I think it has something to do with like, like boning on somebody's face, essentially. Boning. Bone my girlfriend out. <laughs> I just need to get that sound bite. I was about to bone my girlfriend. Good God. All right. Mm. All right. So that was a good boning yeah. right there. That was a good boning. Friend out at the lake, but suddenly she yelled, so I looked up and it was Bigfoot. I'm so sorry. what I happened next? Then I went back to bone her, but the mosquitoes were going crazy and sh- she said no. She said no. <laughs> mosquitoes were I keep waiting for him to say he was boning Bigfoot. What happened next? Then I went back to bone her. There we go. Then I went back what the fuck? What are you doing? Michael? I was testing it to make sure that I got it right. Then I went back to bone her, <laughs> but she said no. She said no. So what's up with the four pinks and one uh, dark? Oh, it's a thing. What is this statement? Yeah, it's like um, it's the thing now where everybody does different colored nails. So I did that, and then I had designs on my fingernails. Well, in my personal opinion, you nailed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so uh are we good for this one yeah i think we're good for this one all right so uh fuck off uh long distance relationships yeah, yeah fuck, fuck you san diego all right and uh cocktails out <laughs>